listen to good podcasts many times rather than many podcasts. I hope this day finds you well. <laughs> My name is Jami Kwan, but everyone just calls me Jami. And I am your host for the Me I Was Tomorrow podcast, which can be found on 10 major platforms. iTunes, Anchor, Stitcher, Google, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, that's with an S, Radio Public, and Stitcher. In this place, my goal is to display the mark of an educated mind by entertaining thoughts without accepting them. Here's a quote from Seneca. Inwardly, we ought to be different in every respect, but our outward dress should blend in with the crowd. This podcast is a place where we meet in the middle. Life's journey has brought us here together, and that's amazing. Wow. And these are our stories. So I'll close with a quote. We suffer more often in imagination than in reality. Hello and welcome back to the Me I Was Tomorrow. My name is Jami Kwan and this is episode four. I haven't given it a name yet, but maybe by the end of the episode we'll come up with one. So first thing first, this is my fourth episode. Woo, amazing. It's been like a month. I can't believe it. It feels amazing. So thank you in advance. I appreciate all of the likes, the clicks, the shares, the support, the listens. It has completely blown me away. Thank you also for the opportunity to allow so many voices to be heard. So my last episode, if you haven't heard it, was episode three. And it was my first guest. And it was with Mickey Zeta. And she just so inspired me. Um, I've listened to her podcast before. <laughs> and uh, and then she was my first guest. So it was a really amazing experience. And on top of that, um, it was my first um, interview. And it did not go as planned. And that was an amazing story that I'll probably talk about another time. But today, what I wanted to do was to start with a journal entry that I wrote on 10-2, uh, 2018. I'm going to share it with everyone. And so what it says is this. Everything is always working out for me. Things are always working out. Everything is always working out for me. And since everything is working out for me, then what other things would I like to define that I would like to be working out for me? Today, I apply all of my attention toward the things I would like to be working out for me. Every day, I apply all of my attention to defining more clearly what things I want working out for me. What things, not nebulous things, nor general things, but specific things, would I like to be working out for me? What evidence, what proof, what would ring my bell, captivating my attention so that I would have no ambivalence and no misunderstandings? 
I would like to have a confidence about me as I move through the traffic or challenges that I feel guided about where to go. I would like to have good timing. I would like to feel that I am riding on clouds or a magic carpet of momentum. I would like to feel the universal forces working within me and for me. I would like to have a sense of who I am fully and what it feels like to be so fully integrated with who I am that I am accepting this experience, my world, in its fullness of all that it is. I look into this world and have a sense of who I am, appreciating all the components that led to the now, living in a constant state of appreciation. I would like to be an uplifter. I would like anyone who comes into contact with me to benefit as a result of us being together. I would like to not feel bad nor responsible when that doesn't happen. I would like to be in a place when I am not at my best, not even close to my best, and I not beat myself up for not being at my best. Because I know that just like the ocean, I too have an ebb and a flow. I would like to be completely accepting of myself and of everyone else. I would like to trust in the law of attraction and the information that is given to me. I would like to live in a constant state of appreciation. I want to be the being that I was born to be. I want to be in this physical body. And I want to be all that I was born to be. I want to have fun. I want to have clarity. I want to have energy. I want to feel good. I want to wake up eager for the day. I want to sleep good. I want to eat good. And I want the same for others. I want people to feel so good that they never imagine hurting themselves or others. I want people to know the value of who they are. And I would like to be in a place to help people know the value of who they are. And I don't want it to come all at once. Just one at a time as I am ready and I can handle I would like to tune into the frequency of who I am and spread the joy of who I am. I would like to be so consistently in my own joy. I would like to be a catalyst in helping more people feel good. I would like to be someone who is a catalyst and people feeling good that I don't even notice when they don't. I would like to be so true to my vibrational frequency that anything that I want is flowing into me. 
And anything that I don't want is flowing out of me. Understanding that there will always be a contrast on the edge of what I am living. And I'd like that contrast to come in the form of a question of which I am constantly seeking the answer. Rather, the form of a problem for which I am needing a solution. I want my cork, excuse me, I want my cork to be bobbing on the surface where where it's easy to move. But even when I am in a state of depression, I want to know that it's always okay because help is always on the way. I want to know that source energy is flowing to me and through me and always flowing available all of the time. And I want to feel all right when I'm not. My intent is to keep my promise to myself more of the time. I am going to have way more fun. I'm going to look for more reasons to feel good. I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to serve myself first and foremost. I'm going to attend to me. And then I'll do anything else if I have the time for it. And I'll be all right when I don't or I can't. But I'll do what I can. And I'll always do my best. And I'll feel good more times than not. So this was my journal that I wrote on 10-2. Understanding and trusting and believing that as we move through this life, right, we make decisions and we make choices. And what I want and what my desire is, is to provide this place for us. So my first guest was awesome. I've got some more guests lined up. Talk about what I'm going to be doing over the next couple of weeks, maybe. Moved. I'll talk about today. Let's see. Uh, Let's talk about stressors and uh, aging parents. So my mother is aging and she's having some health issues and um, they are requiring time. But it's not the time, to be perfectly honest. It is the fact that I had a strenuous relationship with one of my parents. Well, both of my parents. Well, all of my parents have step parents, right? But who doesn't have parent issues, right? And mine were probably more than most. Having said that, she is still my only birth mother. And if I can have empathy for others, of course I have empathy for my mother. And in the process of watching her in aging, understanding that um, what is my place in mending relationships and holding myself accountable, right? For my own process. And what would I do for others? And keeping myself healthy. And making boundaries. And understanding where and um, why I am doing the things I am doing. And holding myself accountable for the outcome of what I expect, right? So one of the things that is really important to me in my journey has been letting it go, right? My truth 
has changed over time and maturity. And my journal on Tin Two was talking about I used to spend a lot of time asking whys and being in this middle place of um, planning but not implementing and uh, fearful and, and um, just a lot of things. But there was no movement. And then the time came. Maybe it's because I felt that I had learned enough. Maybe it, I think it was a combination. It was a combination of a lot of things. It wasn't an A, B, right? It was a combination of a, a lot of things. But in the end, what I showed up with was myself. My accountability of where I wanted to go. And yes, I'm in the middle. But oftentimes what I found in review of my uh, past is that I have been distracted and or given up. I have allowed myself to put other things above or I have gotten caught up or not managed or simply it was necessary in healing. And that's the point. It's the story. And I went through all of those things, right? And I have to tell that story. And that's my truth. I went through all those things of telling myself, um... Why? When the truth of the matter is, I just had to learn how to be accountable, change my pattern, and be in the middle. I had to do the work. I had to get through. And so that's what we're talking about on this podcast. And so I look forward to my guests that are going to be coming on. I've got a lawyer from the Bay Area, Berkeley. I've got a musician. I've got... Um, a federal worker from New York. I like the ability to have conversations, to allow the juxtaposition to unfold. I've got a doctor of organizational psychology, a male doctor of organizational psychology. But what I like the most is that my life has allowed me to experience things I would have never experienced so there was a time when my question was how could anyone if my own mother and father could not but then I did I became a mother and I learned skills so with no experience it's amazing because I am keenly aware of my journey and the craziness of what that looked like, right? So with no experience, because, right, we all come out with no experience. But for me, I was, the adversities, be them as they were, they just were, right? So here they are. I was a teen mother. I was married and divorced before I was 19, I think. And married again at 21 to someone else um, yet I have managed to still graduate from college with a master's degree and publish but yet I failed every math class I took <laughs> at least three times right so what I'd like to do is one of um, 
my friend said to me, C's makes degrees. But in the middle, it feels so overwhelming and so necessary for me to do, be, decide. It felt like time and all these other things were on my shoulder and I was failing. And I felt like I failed. And I didn't know. And so I was seeking. And here's the thing. I spent a lot of time recreating patterns of my reality until I learned how to shift my reality. So what I didn't know, I was still seeking for whatever reason. But before it was what I didn't know, I didn't know. And that was immaturity. So I was at a friend's house and there, um, there was a circle and I deal with mental health. So this maybe will help you understand. There's a poster on the wall and I want to say it was the Grateful Dead or something. And I could be wrong, right? Don't, don't, don't hold me to it, but it's a sun and the sun is a face, but within the face, there are other little things like a caterpillar and I want to say a skeleton and um, a butterfly maybe, or I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I really wasn't paying much attention like that, like that. But the point is, is that we were talking about our ability, right? As adults to see the many layers of the sun versus her son who is autistic could not. He could see the sun because that was right. He could connect the yellow and the the um, shape, right? And he could see the um, things inside when she pointed them out. But until she pointed them out, he didn't notice them. And furthermore, he could not see the face that was dis- being displayed. It didn't matter how much she showed it to him, talked about it, or she saw it herself. His brain did not have the ability to process and see. And what I have learned in in my experiences, being in the middle is that process of your brain, body, mind, spirit, health, sexuality, money, all coming together so that you can see clearly. And I've been in that middle. And I'm on the other end, so I could see the many layers. But I love the fact that the people that come onto my podcast, my audience, you wonderful people, we understand (laughs) what it almost feels like to be the monsters that meet around the fire. Who knows what our oddities are? Our superpowers maybe aren't... um, quote unquote, regular or normal. The people that come on maybe are not living lives like we thought they did. Like for instance, um, my primary caregiver from a lot of my life was not my mom. It was my community. So that included aunts, that included extended family, maybe a great aunt that would maybe include my father. A lot of the time was my caregiver. I had step family. I had, or what, um, bonus 
kids, family, parents, and we had a strict rule of love. And so um, that was one aspect of my life. And then another aspect of my life was marriage and blended family. So I married someone that had kids and then I went through a divorce. And um, then I, be, I was um, a single mom in that aspect of my life. And uh, then I became a non-custodial mom and my two littles live with their dad um, full time. And I get them on the holidays. And what my life looks like for the first time, being single as an adult woman without kids after raising kids my whole life. Whoa. And that aspect of life, right? Finding myself that journey um, and figuring out who I was outside of all the labels that I had grown so accustomed to being, right? And so this platform is talking about that because that's what happens. We have these journeys. And for me, I really did believe that and my naivety was that I was going to have a plan and the plan would work. I did. I was grew up in a Christian household and I had that belief system and there's nothing wrong with that. Except it didn't work out that way and that's okay. And I am so open and willing to talk about it. Because I really needed a place to hear that shit doesn't go as planned. It's not the end of the world because instead I lived on the other spectrum. That shit did not go as planned because I did not do a good job. And good therapy and a lot of education and a lot of good people and a lot of great podcasts has led me to this wonderful place. So I thank you for being here with me. I have got a meeting to run to. Um... And I just think this is a good place. So thank you in advance for being here. And I'm going to end in a quote because um, I consider myself to be a black stoic. It's been really helpful in my journey of accountability, ownership, healing, love. So here is it. Here is My closing quote by Seneca, which you'll hear a lot. Anger, if not restrained, is frequently more hurtful to us than the injury that provokes it. Namaste. Thank you again. I appreciate you. And see you next time.